workout of the day. We have two rounds for reps. A round looks like this. We have an AMRAP in four minutes of six or four calorie row and six toaster rings. Rest four minutes of another AMRAP in four minutes of six or four calorie bike and six chest bars and rest four minutes. Second round, we just do the same thing again. So we're sweating and swinging. Oh, yeah. There <laughs> you go. There's the name of the workout. There's the name, sweat and swing. Um, when I see four-minute AMRAP and I see six and six as a rep scheme, I'm like, this obviously has to be very quick. Am I right in my thinking? Yes. Oh, God. Okay. How quick? Like, are we really trying to squeeze as many rounds as possible into the four minutes? Or are we trying to do it within? Yeah. As many as you can. So, but, but that doesn't mean you should be frantic or in a rush. Yeah. I think you should be quick. So, really hard rowing so that you're tired for your toaster rings. But then when you get in your toaster rings, you do them unbroken, but you're calm, focused, technical. Straight on the rower, really hard rowing, straight on the rings, calm, technical, focused. So we're really trying to keep the integrity of the toaster rings as to the highest degree possible. Yeah. That's what we're working on. Because like toaster bar will come up in the open, most likely. And they're the thing that just fall asunder when we add in other elements. So we are just add an element, work the pattern, add the element, work the pattern. And in four minutes, what we're saying is, if you work really hard, you might hit that point where it wants to fall apart and you get the chance to try and hold it together. Yeah. Um, what's the telltale sign in your head that you're either kipping chest bar or your toastering are starting to fall apart? What do you, what feels different? What looks different? All of that jazz. I think the arch position of the kip is the biggest telltale sign is especially as a coach and walking around yeah. just checking that arch all the time if the arch position breaks down we know that it gets bendy in the elbow in the knee and that's a clear sign that we're not loaded explode anymore what we're doing is moving forward and then kicking our legs yeah. pulling with the arms we're doing everything we shouldn't really be doing so effort in holding a good arch position is the first thing the second thing then on toaster rings is hip speed if the hip is slowing down it's a good indicator that the whole thing is just getting a bit lazy. Yeah. So I'd be asking for more snap in the hips. 100%. I think a, a telltale sign on the hips as well, like you might feel like the arch is okay. I know sometimes I feel the arch is okay, but it's not. But then I feel myself, especially on toes to ring, that I'm like actively trying to lean back to bring my toes up to the rings rather than that snap of the hip. I'm like, oh, that's where I know that everything's falling asunder here it's a great indicator yeah the torso angle if we can stay upright in our torso it forces the hips to be quick and it forces them to be more powerful bingo then we have bike and chest bar as well um that's a spicy little combination that i think will get really underestimated because we think bike it'll definitely spike the heart rate but it's a leg thing and then we look at chest bars and we're like well that's upper body but a big part of the kip is the hips as well and they get really tired from the bike i think keeping integrity in the kip here again is going to be a lot more difficult than we give it credit for yeah because the kip is common to both movements right yeah. so that's going to get tired as it's going to accumulate as it goes definitely 100 percent. the like chest bar the extra bit of height is not necessarily in the upper body pulling mm -hmm. it's much more in the power we produce in that kip so yeah, we have to just keep asking to find it and not get lazy and not drift backwards or drift downwards at our height. Yeah. If you have to break up the six, you might have to break it up a little bit, and that's fine. But we don't want this to, to break down to survival mode, which yeah. is bad kipping, uh, slow movement, 
starting to use our arm strength too much, yeah, yeah. etc. So it's the same thing with the toe, as the toe strings. We always are thinking technique first, and then we can push the pace on the bike. With these movements, I'm thinking of, I obviously coach Amy every day. If I have her in class for this, she's very competent when it comes to the two gymnastics movements. Am I encouraging her to to think bigger picture, like it's four rounds technically all together, so it's what, 20, 20 minutes of work? Mm-hmm. Am I saying, here I know you can do this, maybe stay composed, pull back a little bit, or am I encouraging her to really push on and squeeze out every single drop when it comes to the yeah, earlier yeah. rounds especially? Like for Amy, I'd be saying the ergs is where the workout happens for her. Uh, like, yeah. you know, we can all push on the bike, but there's actually, then we know what it really looks we like. We can all push on the bike, yeah. Like there's push, push. And for her ca- four calories, if she's like off the saddle, driving as hard as she can through the through the feet, the, the legs, then she knows she's just getting her chest bars more and more robust if she can keep those sets of six unbroken. broken.